0: I'm Dana J. Francois. And I'm Michaela Lexis. And you're listening to The The Damn Damn Podcast. Podcast. Look at us. Hey, look at us. Who would have thought? (laughs) Not me. Well, there's a first time for everything. Hey, speaking of first times, welcome to our first ever podcast.
1: I can't believe we finally did it. This is fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. Dana and I have been talking about doing this for... A really long time now. And since we lived together, we thought, why the hell not? So here we are, 2022. Can you fucking believe that already? 2022.
0: If you know me at all, you know I'm not the biggest believer in new year, new me. But I am. Although I never quite follow up with those new year's resolutions. Does anyone? That's why I think it's bullshit. New year, same exact to you. But that doesn't mean that you can't strive to become the best version of yourself in the new year.
1: See, the reason I think people fall through with their New Year's resolutions is because they have really high expectations and so many different goals they want to achieve before the New Year.
0: You're oftentimes setting yourself up for disappointment.
1: Yeah, in a way. I'm not saying you can't hold yourself to higher
0: expectations, but sometimes it becomes overwhelming and you don't set realistic goals. So this year, I'm keeping my quote-unquote New Year's resolutions much simpler. I want to make time to do things that I enjoy, like read more write more, and spend time with those that I care about. And as for me, I'm taking it day by day. If you know me, or you will quickly
1: come to realize by listening to us, I'm kind of all over the place, and I blame that on my ADHD. So setting goals for the future so far in advance gives me anxiety. So I like to take it day by day, set goals in the morning or set goals the night before, and not overwhelming myself like I had the tendency to do in the past, a.k.a a month ago <laughs> that's my new year's resolution to be easier on myself and embracing who i am
0: exactly michaela i couldn't have said it better myself the premiere of our podcast really couldn't have come at a better time
1: we're just two women in our early 20s just trying to figure shit out so come along for the
0: ride hashtag adulting a lot of new beginnings experiences and first for us new year new apartment new city new job so many new things newly single ayo <laughs> Hey, isn't this kind of the first time we've been single at the same time? Actually, yeah, for a while. And it's
1: honestly kind of crazy. Any new relationships for you, Dana?
0: Uh, Fuck no. (laughs) Honestly, no one's good enough for me.
1: Okay, this is so fucking true. It's not even funny. I'm telling you guys, Dana will find anything. And I literally mean anything weird about whoever she's talking to at the moment. And be like, "Mm, no, red flag too weird and then ends it
0: okay 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 in my defense (laughs) most of them are valid keyword most okay the stand-up comedian (laughs) the (laughs) conservation (laughs) science girl boysenberry boy (laughs) the asu softball player Mm. the photogenic catfish the stalker that's cheese girl (laughs) oh and i have one my favorite
1: the Canadian. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you make a
0: valid point, a little bit. So I'm a little picky, I'll admit it, but all for good reason. But I'm getting ahead of myself. So keep listening and you will hear all of these juicy stories sooner or later, but one step at a time. Starting with the first. First, this episode is all about first.
1: Um. So during this time, both Dana and I lost People that were really close to us. I lost my grandmother and Dana lost her mother. And it was around the same time we lost her virginity. We were both very, very vulnerable. And it's funny
0: because we thought, we're going through it. <laughs> yeah. So why don't we give ourselves to men who don't give a fuck about us? Let's just let them take advantage of us, basically. Basically, way- we have nothing left. Except this one piece of us, but let's give that away too. Exactly. That's exactly what we were thinking, for sure. So, this podcast is all about firsts. And what better way to kick off the premiere of our podcast than with our first times? If you don't know what first time means, we're talking about sex. And if you feel like you shouldn't be listening to this... Maybe you shouldn't. (laughs) I'm talking to you, family members. So... Let's get into it. So, Michaela is going to take the floor and kick this off by telling us her first time story. Okay, so I was about
1: 15, I think I was. Mine was just like kind of maybe your typical time. I don't know. I'm just like, you know... Mentally ill. So I probably think this is, like, was a normal situation, but probably it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> it was with a guy that I knew in high school. Names will not be named. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Protect their identity, I guess. Mm-hmm. Only if Let's we need to know Let's give a nice not.
0: little nickname. How about we do nicknames? Okay, nicknames. Okay,
1: yeah. what should we... Narnia. Yes. <laughs> and you guys will later on understand why his name will be Narnia. Narnia. Yeah, so... um Me and Narnia, we were, I wouldn't say necessarily friends, but like friends, but like we would talk and um, at the time I didn't understand and like realize that, oh, he was acting this way towards me and he was doing this way, like like talking to me a certain way and treating me a certain way because he just wanted one thing. Mm -hmm. He wanted to fuck me and that was literally all it was. I was like a sophomore in high school and it's been like seven years, so um, I don't remember like the... You know, lead up. Yeah, the lead up to it. But we were talking or whatever. We were texting, DMing, whatever. And he was like, "Come over and we can like watch movies." And I was like, "It was right when Netflix and Chill was like a huge yeah. thing. It was like right when it started, like
0: that literal year for Halloween." Yeah, we were, we were Netflix, Netflix and Chill. <laughs> and chill. <laughs> we were
1: literally Netflix and Chill for that year for Halloween, and that is so fucking funny when I think about it yeah. because the what the, is the it? Irony. The irony yeah. to it, yeah. Um, I'm really bad with my words, so Dana is... That's why Dana is also here to help me through (laughs) it. So, yeah, the irony with it. He kind of, like, lived down the street from me, but not so much. I literally walked to this man's house. And when I say I walked to this man's house, I walked to this man's house. Like, the audacity. Like, why? I was like, I went so bad that I'm going to walk to this man's house. (laughs) Like, I was clearly not thinking straight. I'm so sad. I'm so emotional. I'm going to just fuck someone. And that's exactly what I did. This was around the time where... I was just like a mess. I was very vulnerable. My family was kind of in shambles. And I was just like, I need an escape. I need mm. someone that gives me attention. And like, if you knew me in high school, you would understand. Um, the mentality that I had with men was not so healthy and it wasn't mm. good. And I was like, oh my god, a man giving me attention. I want, I want, I want. A man like thinks I'm beautiful and thinks I'm attractive and gives me attention i want him
0: you just don't understand that like when you're going through it and you can get something that makes you forget Mm -hmm. and you just you crave that validation you crave that like attention you crave that desire to be like wanted and needed and cared about because you Mm -hmm. feel like everything else is like thrown to the wayside and you have nothing left and this person is gonna give you their attention and, and like, like what I need this is what yeah. I need mm-hmm. I need something that's not this pain I'm feeling
1: exactly and it was like I wouldn't necessarily think that I like I didn't think it was gonna be anything more than that no relationship no nothing like I just like wanted an escape like Dana said so uh <laughs> this day we were talking and you know uh I got all ready you know ladies i Took a shower. I shaved my legs. I shaved the hoo-ha. She did the deeds that needed to be done. I did the deeds that needed to be done. I literally did it all for this man. And I was just like, why the fuck did I, you know? And I walked to his fucking house. He lets me in. We go to his room. We sit down and watch. Um, it's a, like a movie with Adam Sandler in it. Like we watched two movies this day. It was like Daddy something. Like it was like oh, Big Daddy? Big Daddy, yeah. yeah. And love it was that like movie. Yes, it's so I good. Love that movie. It's, it's with act- that girl. I was literally yes. just telling
0: you about the Bachelor. We were just talking about it. Yes,
1: we were just talking about it last night. It's so funny. Um and we watched that movie or whatnot. We were just, like, cuddling. And this was the first
0: guy I've ever, like, cuddled and did anything like that with. So yeah, it was just, like... fucking 15, almost 16 years old. Yeah, it you was know? so new. It's, yeah. It was just... If you do do that, it's okay. But she meant, like... No, I just mean, like, she doesn't do that. Yeah, I... Done that yeah, we never did any so... of that.
1: Yeah, we were just, like... I was always, like, the friend that guys would go to and be, like, I like your friend. If that makes sense. And then they were, like oh, your friend's really cute. I'm like, cool. Like, what do you want me to do about that? Like, I was that friend uh, through, like, middle school until, like, high school, like, sophomore year. And, like, when guys gave me attention, I, like, loved it. But I also was like, are you giving me attention because you like me? Or is it because you're just, like, a nice person? Mm-hmm. So, like, I just couldn't tell the difference. Um, I, like, wanted to hang out with him. So I'm there hanging out with him, you know, and hanging out, kissing, doing our thing, I don't know, you know? Just, like, the basics of Netflix and chill. (laughs) And we watched through a whole movie of, I think, the Daddy movie. Big Daddy. Big Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Ironic. (laughs) And we watched Big Daddy, and then we turn on... (laughs) Here it is. And we turn on Narnia. And I lost my virginity with Narnia playing in the background.
0: (laughs) For those of you who... (laughs) understand she found out what was in the wardrobe
1: yes I did and I remember telling Dana this story and I was like he went inside my Narnia and she was like what the fuck the way
0: I was like please don't ever say that to me again I love this movie do not ruin it for me
1: and the way I have not watched Narnia since
0: (laughs) I'm gonna literally force her to watch it no literally
1: please help me with my (laughs) drama I I kind of like Blocked it out of my memory. I don't really remember the sex part of it. I just remember the making out and him doing what he was doing. And we did what we did. Yeah. And um, (laughs) I can't believe I lost my virginity to Narnia. Um, And, you know, he finishes. I clearly didn't, you know. (laughs) Um, But I didn't even know 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 what that meant. meant. I didn't even know, like, if I finished or not. I I was just kind of there. I kind of felt like a... uh, like, I was just like, I just like laid there. <laughs> I feel like, I honestly
0: feel like that's how I did it. So. We're just, we were at the age where we, you don't understand. Mm-hmm. You just, you don't. And like, people who are young and do, are sexually active, mm-hmm. like, everyone has their reasons, you know, everyone does what they're gonna do. And exactly. we've done it too, obviously. But especially like us and in the situations that we were in, We just did not know. And we were just too young to be doing it. Exactly. But we just were going through such, I think, mature things that made us feel like we need to do something mature as what's happening to make
1: us feel to make
0: us feel better honestly oh,
1: it was so bad um not saying he was bad because i don't remember so uh but i am gonna say i did not finish because i know what it feels like now to finish and i definitely did not the term like he popped my cherry he did do that so i kind of was like bleeding not kind of i was. was i was bleeding And he was kind enough and was like, hey, you could take a shower. So I went to his bathroom and I took a shower at this man's house. And I took my shower, whatever, and I went back in the room and I got my clothes back on or whatnot. And he was kind of like, he was, I don't know, I guess I would say he was nice, quotation marks, but... I don't know i think he just wanted what he wanted and that was just it because
0: he got what he wanted he
1: got what he wanted but then also at the same time it was like he's done this before like he i am not the first girl that he's taken their virginity from i'm not the first girl that he's fucked like i'm definitely just another object like or i am an object and i'm just another number for him and maybe i'm completely wrong and this is just like my trauma speaking Uh, But maybe I'm fucking not because...
0: But also it's your journey.
1: Exactly. And this same guy, like, I heard very kind of negative things about how he would talk about certain people that he's been with and he would show people's nudes and shit. Thank God I've never sent him any, but he was kind of that guy in school, like a fuck boy type vibe kind of guy, you know? So, you know, we hung out a little bit longer and then I walked out and I don't know if it was his sister or his mom, but they were there and he was like... He introduced me to them and I was like, hey, and they were like, hey, and they kind of didn't like mind me being there. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's definitely done this before. He's like brought so many girls like he's keeping tally. Mm -hmm. So I was like, hey, bye. And then he like walked me out. I was like, "Okay, bye. And then my ass walked home, thought about what I did. And I cried the way the, the whole time when I walked home and it was just not great and i felt so ashamed of myself i felt so ashamed about my body i didn't feel like me anymore i felt like i was living in a body that wasn't mine and i went home you know was with my family whatnot and i like just like was not there i was like on autopilot for a while and that night i like went outside and i bawled my eyes out for hours and that was what it was for a couple weeks and he reached out to me a couple, like, times. I wouldn't say a couple times. Like, he reached out to me, like, probably once and was like, hey, like, he, like, got a new box of condoms, I think it was. And he was like, if you want to continue. And I, like, never answered this man. <laughs> the audacity <laughs> of
0: that <laughs> man. Jesus Christ.
1: He, I'm, I'm pretty positive that's what it was. But he, like, DM'd me again and was, like, wanting to continue. And I was like, absolutely not. And I, like like, I just never talked to him again. I walked around school like I didn't know this man. Like... The way that I was, like, so traumatized that I didn't even want to look his way, I just ignored him. And thank God summer came, like, a few weeks after or so, because I didn't have to see that man for a couple months. So that was my first time, and it was very—I uh, wish it would never happened. I wish it was with someone that I actually cared for and I actually loved. Or at least probably cared for, you know, because yeah, like,
0: like could have loved yeah, or exactly. Like, like know,
1: big like, time, like first times don't have to be this big crazy thing. Yeah. If you want it to be, yeah, it could. But mine wasn't, and it was just with someone that I don't even remember much of or know much of anymore. It was a one time thing, and I never talked to the guy again. I'm not going to say I regret it now because I've healed from it and I moved past it. But before, I did regret it and I was um, emotional about it, but. If you're going to fuck someone, kind of like them or know the person you're fucking. And just don't give yourself up to someone that doesn't really give a fuck about you. Mm -hmm. So that's my take on my first time. And it just kind of went down a rabbit hole after that. And later on, you guys, Dana's looking at me like, yeah, girl, it was bad. Like, the way I was, it was just so bad. And later on, you guys will find that out. But now let's hand over the microphone to dana so she can tell you
0: about her first time um yeah i was literally just telling michaela like i think i'm a little nervous to tell this story and
1: that is perfectly okay
0: i haven't really thought about it Mm -hmm. you know much since Mm -hmm. and it was very like she said a very like emotional trying time and also there was just like so much that i was juggling at such a young age dana has
1: experienced so many things at her age around this time and now but like around this time dana was going through a lot of shit and i'm like really
0: like it was kind of mind-blowing for a 16 year old to go through it was like insane and i'm not nervous anymore but there's still that little exhilaration little Mm -hmm. like trepidation little like pounding in your heart sharing such like vulnerable things and also just like people in my close circle know everything about me but opening yourself up like on a podcast like this and like people who you don't you know share those like such personal things with or you don't you haven't really gone out of your way to tell them because you feel like you don't have to exactly um this is me like talking about it for like the first time in a way Yeah, Dana's
1: very private. Like, she's very, very private. People don't know much about her. Like, she's a very private person. And I would say now she's also helped me be more of a private person. But before, I wasn't. So when I'm, like, trying to say, like, Dana, she keeps herself. And the only people, like she said, knows about her shit is inner circle
0: so just give her some time because bear with her as we're yeah this is all new for me new territory and Mm -hmm. also as we're opening up this podcast and we're doing this like it's it's scary but it's like exciting because i'm opening up that circle for the first time and i'm so proud of you for that i guess i should start by just saying i was juggling a lot of things i was only 16 years old you know having lost someone you know so important Mm -hmm. so like you know a person who like she was like my heart you know she was just she was my mom she was mm-hmm. she was everything and to lose that as such like an influential time too in your life when like you're going through so many changes and you're doing all these things not having that person it's really really difficult like you were a teenager and you needed your mother during this time yeah and she wasn't anymore she wasn't there anymore and i just felt like i was juggling such like grown-up things mm-hmm. for someone so young that i felt like i'm too good for high school i'm too mature for high school like these people don't understand what i'm going through and i agree with that i think you were very mature for your age like very very mature but, but also, she had to be there was that part of me that was like well i wish that i could have just like mm-hmm. been a kid i wish yeah. that i could have just like cried over like a boy a boy yes. you know i wish i could have just thought about going to dances and not have Mm. to deal with fucking grief or adultery or Mm. all of these things you know and so going off of that this brings me to my first time with I guess boysenberry boy Boy. (laughs) Dana has this thing where she has nicknames for everybody
1: and now we have nicknames for literally every single person we've ever been with. It's our thing. It's our thing so if we refer to people with nicknames then you understand why. Yeah
0: and if you know then you know and if you don't you don't need to know. Yeah and if you know don't say shit. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, going along the lines of me feeling like I was trapped in high school but I wasn't a high schooler. You know it Mm -hmm. felt trapped being in a place that you like didn't belong and so so i wanted to escape i felt like everything started to happen as soon as i entered high school and i was like well high school's the problem i don't need it i'm this is this sucks you know i need something so outside of it and so i got the opportunity to take you know a writers workshop at asu at a college a university and i was 16 you know i was a kid i wasn't ready for college i didn't understand what like you go through in college you know but i just felt like i am ready to be so outside this i wanted to remove myself i wanted to have something that was so outside of everything else that was going on like a fantasy type thing kind of yeah i wanted to detach from reality and that's exactly what i did with boys and berry boy exactly he kind of fell into my life in such like a movie way a movie way but i felt like it was perfect but also it was probably the worst thing that could have happened because it was like the perfect scapegoat to not have to deal with everything that was going on instead i could just run away and live a different life and be with Mm -hmm. him and pretend that i was in college and that the stuff that was happening wasn't happening so i felt like i also had to mature myself to be with him and to be around his friends you know like he's he was a I'm pretty sure he was a freshman in college and I was 16 years old you know like it wasn't okay she was a sophomore in high school yeah <sighs> but it was the reality of the situation and I got something that made me feel like I was like I could forget about things for a little mm-hmm. while and so I clung to that I clung to him, and I clung to our movie type romance. I was a stupid kid; I couldn't even comprehend that the relationship itself was not okay. It was definitely a relationship that should have never happened. Absolutely not. Yeah, he was too old, and he knew it. Mm-hmm. I was a kid, and mm-hmm. he knew and he it. He knew it exactly. You know, um, and so I kind of just like lost myself in him and that relationship, and I was also juggling you know the obviously the just like grief of losing my mom but also like going on my own personal journey like struggling with my sexuality Exactly. and I had been questioning it for so long but I've also I just shoved those feelings down for so long and so when I met him I was like yes finally she just continued to be like I'm an ally that's that was was me I'm
1: an ally I've good for them
0: I'm yeah. an ally I'm happy for them I'm happy like, for them me. but like good for like, you straight, like straight allies. straight 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 yeah um <laughs> so when I met this perfect movie type guy I was like this is the moment this is you know I'm not I'm not gay I'm and you were I'm also not different. going to church during this time I was very so and your so church was it. let's be honest against I was I grew up in that exactly in that environment and, mm-hmm. you know before even before like i had like everything happened with like my parents and their divorce like even before you know i grew up being like a worship pastor's daughter exactly I, you would go I, to I grew, church camp yeah you would do all of i that. did everything you know i was like adopted i was a black child in a white family and had this church community kind of engulf me yeah. as like this like token black Person. One hundred percent. You were a
1: token black child. So
0: it was very like a lot just from the beginning, honestly. But yeah, so I was just dealing with so many, like, you know, dealing with religion and with my sexuality and with grief and all of that. And so I just thought this is perfect. I don't have to deal with it when I'm with him. And I was like, I'm so straight and this is perfect. I don't need anything else. And to convince myself I felt like I had to prove myself, and so I had to give him my virginity. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I also feel like you wanted to
1: finally feel like a high school experience. Like, everybody, like, I was telling, I told you about my time and obviously it was like traumatizing and stuff Mm -hmm. and you understood that but everybody else was talking about sex and hooking up with people and like having boyfriends and oh my god like why doesn't he call me back like oh boys 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 and like shit like that like high school shit yeah and you were like oh my gosh
0: i could have that but like also like an older guy in college. like oh finally i'm having yeah like i always say when i talk about my journey i always say like this is probably the most high school experience that i experienced in high school And it wasn't even with a high schooler. It Mm -mm. was with a
1: college man.
0: Yeah. So that night... I guess i'll just skip right to that night boys and berry boy would always take me on these like quote unquote little adventures we do silly stuff like go geocaching um mm-hmm. and so it was just one of the nights doing one of those like little things and so basically i just was like i'm just ready to do it there was still those thoughts that i was like i'm with like who could be potentially the perfect person but i still have these questioning thoughts about mm-hmm. what if you know i keep looking at certain people and i'm like oh well what if i could have been like like them yeah and so she's meaning by like coming out be like them as like being with girls but also i was scared to do that because i was like but what if i'm wrong yeah you know yeah or what if this what if that so i was just like i'm just ready to just like make a decision i was ready to take charge because i felt like i had no control so i had sex with this guy that in reality in the grand scheme of things i only knew him for a few weeks i knew him for a few weeks Mm -hmm. but i was convinced he was my soulmate and i was like this is what you do when you find the person that you're supposed to be with and i thought that it we could just have this grand you know novel-esque romance but the reality of our first time was nothing like it it was in his fucking car you know yeah it was in the backseat of a shitty car. <laughs> and yeah. it was awkward and it was uncomfortable. And it was quickly, like, I knew it was a bad idea before we even did it. And, like, mm-hmm. I knew, like, in the midst of it all, I was just like, this is not right. That made me panic because yeah. I was like, why isn't it right? Like, he's my soulmate. Why isn't it right? Oh, I am damn such a lesbian, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but, like, I didn't know. And, like, but I was convinced, like, oh, no, this isn't right because it should, it should feel better than this. Like, it should feel like finally things make sense so as uncomfortable as the situation was i had to make it even more uncomfortable and i started to cry (laughs) it's okay literally right there with this man i was crying And I I think think it was was built up. No, it was finally like it was finally I think the first time that I like fully like was like I'm going to let myself cry about everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Dana would kind of ignore
1: her emotions and she would kind of let them build up. And she just didn't want to feel them. No, I didn't want to feel feel them. I wanted to
0: detach from reality, Mm -hmm. detach from those feelings, those emotions. And I would just keep shoving them down. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. I don't need to cry. I'm okay.
1: What do I need to cry about? There's nothing to cry about i'm okay
0: yeah and so crying with this man is obviously a mood killer i don't even let him but also
1: you were 16 years old and this man was literally a college student yeah it was literally okay yeah that you felt this way
0: but it was just one of those situations where he was like are you okay like does it hurt like should i stop but i was just so like oh i'm fine like go ahead and finish <laughs> like you know like just like finish up what you need to do like and then we can be and then we can be done here you know and it was just so like and the
1: real question is did he
0: i couldn't even tell you because i think i probably like you said blacked out Mm -hmm. like i couldn't even tell you and it was just so awkward so uncomfortable and it was like that movie love just died instantly Mm -hmm. i it was like immediately you caught the ick for this man you know it was one of those situations and um I just was like i need this to not be happening anymore mm-hmm. and i kind of told him as such and so
1: yeah, we, we wrapped
0: it up i just basically said take me home um which he did i silently cried the entire drive home mm-hmm. um i got out of the car i said sorry and goodbye <laughs> like not even good night i said goodbye to this man um got out of the car went inside and i think i cried for that entire weekend yeah, yeah. and i cried about so many things i cried about you know loss and you know questioning who I was and honestly I was questioning like if life like was worth living like so many things I think boysenberry boy was part of that destructive kind of downward spiral that I went on and so at this point I just was so lost and defeated and just like fully like ready to just like just accept my utter like sadness I think um and that's just like it's just it looking back now I'm just like my heart breaks for her Mm -hmm. because like she just was handling so much and she was not she was not prepared for like that and like she had to like be in control of something because she felt like she didn't have control of anything but of course she just like made wrong choices but like also you were 16 and you're gonna make bad choices that is completely okay but if you were in any other situation it wouldn't have felt as like such like significant or such monumental Mm -hmm. i think um But it, like I say, it is all a part of my journey. Yeah. So. And you grew so much from it. Yeah. For sure. And those situations and like my first time that led me to discovering like who I really am and like what, you know, that means for me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, although like it was a long journey, but like I got there eventually, you know? And I think like looking back, obviously you're never going to say like, oh yeah, like, I regret that or yeah i i'm Mm -hmm. glad that that happened because i i'm who i am because of it but like because i don't think i'll ever say i'm glad i went through what happened to me like a lot of people will be like you're so brave you're so like you went yeah you you go through what you go like grow through what you go through all of this and that you know you've handled it with such grace but like i didn't feel like that
1: exactly
0: you know and like i still like don't I don't like look at it that way. I can and never. That's not
1: like something that was gonna help you. It's not like putting a band aid over it. Yeah. Like, oh, it's okay. Like you're gonna be fine. Like yeah. You're just gonna get through it. Like that's not what you wanted to hear.
0: Yeah. So, um, I think both of our stories kind of like show that like your first time isn't just like you know like oh that awkward shittiness because yeah. like it is, but also it like doesn't show that like oh it's not this like movie novel type. No. It could also experience. be very traumatizing. It could be, and it was yeah. for the both of us. Yeah. And it wasn't something that
1: I think us at a young age should have gone through. And I don't think we were both mentally prepared we for that. We were not. No, not <laughs> even a little we bit. We were not. But I think, as where we are, like the women that we are today, we could acknowledge that and we yeah. could see that and we can note that that was wrong. Yeah. And and I think that shows our growth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That shows our growth. And, like, it also shows, like, how growth, like, how much you matured from it and how much you learned from it to know that like that man doing that and that man taking advantage of a kid yeah is not okay Mm-mm. i'm not gonna say and be like oh you should be proud of yourself like give yourself a pat on the back like shit like that because that's not what you want to hear but like i think i could say that you kind of should be proud of yourself and you should realize your growth and like how strong you are to go through especially what you went through as such a young age and then doing what you did it's like Incredible, Like, not incredible that you did those things, but it's incredible for who, like, the woman that you are today. And I yeah. see it every day. Um, and it's just, it's a big thing to give yourself to someone. And I think we should recognize our first time is... Kind of vulnerable. Mm-hmm. That kind of it is. It, it is. is. Yeah. And um, you should not give yourself up to a man or a woman when you're not ready for it. And mm-hmm. that is okay. Not to be ready. Do not feel pressured. Do not feel forced. It is okay to say no. And it's okay not to do something that you are
0: not comfortable with. Yeah. And I think everybody should know that. And also, though, think about if you do do it. It's okay. It's okay. And don't continually punish yourself yes because that's exactly
1: what we did yeah
0: for so long we did we felt
1: disgusting in our bodies we felt like this wasn't us we were living in a body that it wasn't our body and it just felt gross and disgusting and i kind of i think actually we both kind of were like oh that wasn't the right person let's try other people yeah and we were like that's what we thought it was and like dana obviously had her reasons because she didn't feel like herself and also she was questioning her sexuality so she was like i need to sleep with other men Because maybe that just wasn't the right man. Yeah, and then I was like, that just like wasn't the right man for me. I'm gonna continue to sleep with guys, and hopefully, I will be healed and find the one.
0: Yeah, you know, like once we find that person, like everything is like better. Okay, like we will be okay. Our trauma from our
1: family and our trauma from death and our like our trauma from. Everything, everything
0: out, like, out, Our childhood, like, everything. Yeah. Like, it just kind of magically
1: gone. goes away. Because this guy healed us. Yeah. And this guy put, like, not a Band-Aid. He filled the hole, the void that we were filling. Yeah. But that's not what it was. We kept putting Band-Aids mm-hmm. on our wounds. And we're like, this is fine. Not even, like, scotch tape. We were putting scotch tape on our wounds, and they kept falling off. Yeah. And we're like, we're okay, we're okay, we're okay. And it just continually, like, gradually got worse
0: for yeah. us. And it just, like wasn't a good time for us it was not a good no. time for us and i think <laughs> you guys will quickly come to realize as we tell our stories mm. i think you're gonna see a pattern um when we're going like during this time when we're going through it and how i think we had the tendency no not i think we, didn't. we did we did have we did. the tendency to fully lose ourselves yeah. in relationships mm-hmm. or in situationships 100%. because like it was better to do that than to deal with ourselves our shit and our our inner
1: emotions like we did not want to we wanted to escape them and we wanted to make other people love us because the truth is we didn't really love ourselves yeah we didn't no not at all and so we were like well if someone else can love us maybe we can learn to love ourselves and
0: yeah or if someone else loves us then that's just enough that's
1: enough for us we don't need anything else we just need a person and that's yeah. not
0: right, and and also both of us, I think too, like we didn't have the best like representation of love. No, growing up, we definitely one hundred percent didn't, and I think we I put think ourselves, that did yeah, one
1: hundred percent, and like we definitely grew up around really either toxic, no, they were toxic, yeah, uh, relationships and we thought that was normal and we thought that was love and we thought like we or saw that's
0: the best you're gonna get yeah so. exactly
1: and like we saw people that we loved get treated by men mm-hmm. in a way that they should have never gotten treated so we were like oh that's just like a normal thing like that's just how life is and we just need to accept it and like hopefully we find like a decent guy yeah or woman and we're gonna feel great like no, no that's not what it's it not no, it at all sweetie. <laughs> definitely not and we 100% found that out later on in life. It took us some time. It took but us we a lot and we're still learning. We're still we learning. Con- and yeah, I just think you're going to hear a lot about our journey with our relationships. Like I've been in a crazy toxic ass terrible relationship. And Dana has uh, been in places and relationships where she had to figure out who she was yeah. as a person.
0: And like how to navigate through questioning, fe- your, sexuality. questioning your sexuality. But navigate having feelings for someone but not having them all consuming. And exactly. that was Ouch. a constant reoccurrence in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah, I think I just like, I always felt everything, it felt like. I- everything i would feel would happen all at once so it was always such a constant mm-hmm. intense like emotion it felt like i Wave was emotions, yeah constantly like submerged fully mm-hmm. submerged like drowning mm-hmm. um but honestly in the worst way like you were drowning you the couldn't breathe yeah. and so i attributed that to just like feelings and emotions mm-hmm. like i felt like you need to feel like you're being like drown, like you're drowning in like these or emotions. it's not right or it's not okay because yeah. that's just how I, that's just how
1: love is, and that's how and it's that's how, how life felt. Yeah. Because, One thing after another. Because and so, that's exactly how we kind of grew up. Yeah, and that's kind of how our example was with life, like in love. Like there always has, and like when, you, especially when you're a teenager, you just kept getting these, like hit after hit after hit after hit, and you were like. Oh this is how life is going to be always. So yeah. when it wasn't like that and when it was calm, it gave us anxiety. So much anxiety. So much anxiety cuz we're like this isn't this isn't real. And we, then would, we would just would do like something kind of, we would
0: hold our breath yeah. waiting for the shoe to yeah. drop.
1: And we would make the shoe drop.
0: Yeah, because if like something didn't happen then it was we like, oh, caused well, it ourselves. Well, it, it's better if we do it. So it's just over. Because we with. have yeah. control yeah,
1: this way. Exactly. And we definitely didn't. No. It was the worst possible way. If that makes any sense
0: at all. But yeah, that's that's the like, gift of our first time. Yeah. I think we kind of just covered the basis of what that like really means. And we hope that in some way, like our Stories resonate with you, or mm-hmm. like you kind of, oh, I understand, or oh, I also felt like that. And or, that's okay. And yeah. I really, really hope you
1: guys don't beat yourself up about your first time, or just understand that it's a part of your journey. So that's kind of a wrap up on our first time. This isn't going to be the first time we talk about something like this, like this kind of topic, or there's going to be plenty of other firsts, you know? Yeah. Um, but we just kind of wanted to start the season out with a bang (laughs) and we wanted to do something that we're kind of jumping right into it yeah exactly we don't want to hold back we want to talk about this shit we want to express it we want to let you guys know that we experience life you know and we've been through this shit and we kind of just like want you to understand that our podcast is gonna be like this we're gonna talk about real life shit and And shit that we've experienced and what we're going through and and it's raw and it's real and mm -hmm. exactly it's
0: our journey uh-huh and we just want to share it with you yeah
1: and hopefully this kind of helps you guys with your journey as well yeah and we hope that we also grow from this too exactly and sitting down talking about this i think it also is kind of healing mm-hmm. it kind of helps you and it, you understand the past a little bit more because like dana said i haven't really sat down and talked about my first time for a very long time and neither has she and i think us going back and forth and realizing certain things and Being adults now, understanding what it means to have physical fucking sex, (laughs) what it means to have sex with somebody and what that is is very important
0: yeah. and we're kind of doing inner child work i guess you could yeah. say healing ourselves yeah. and understanding ourselves you in know, the know, past. yeah and being 16 like exactly. we don't understand that and honestly fucking being 22 we don't understand it <laughs> we you know? still don't so <laughs> we're gonna figure it out yeah we're gonna figure it out and that's just fucking life and that's exactly just, yeah like she said we're just two women in our early 20s trying to figure There's shit, shit out. out and that's exactly like what we're doing, like we're attempting, mm-hmm. we're probably not like excelling that great, no, but, we're, but t- we're trying. We're doing it. Um,
1: I just I'm really excited for this, yeah. and we're gonna talk about plenty of other shit. We're gonna and talk about experience. things that are like lighthearted
0: too, and yeah, things that are just fucking fun, fun and, and funny. Just...
1: And this podcast is literally gonna be about anything and everything, yeah. and I can't express that enough. And usually, you'll understand that when
0: you read the title of it yeah. or you know the description. So, yeah, and we're gonna like. We're, we want you guys to, like, feel like, like we said, we are just, just your two we're besties. Best friends, yeah. <laughs> we're your besties. And you're going to meet our friends. And you're yeah, going to meet exactly. our family. And you're yeah. going to you're gonna kind of just, like, figure it, the shit out with us. our lives in a
1: way, too. Yeah. And, yeah, you're going to figure out, like she said, our lives with us. And we're going to take this journey. And hopefully you come along for the ride and you enjoy every bit of it. Because we're excited and we hope you are and this is just a new beginning. Yeah. So and how about we first just times.
0: cheers Cheers to new beginnings New beginnings and first times. And first times. First time for everything. And if you liked listening, make sure that you subscribe to our podcast and tune in for the rest of season one because shit, shit is, is just, just getting, getting started. started. Bye now. Guys, we just <laughs> realized. Yeah we're podcast virgins and we just just popped popped our cherry
1: (laughs) welcome to our podcast thank you for listening if you did oh wow that is literally the perfect um metaphor yeah for what we just talked about our first time so uh yeah guys (laughs)